You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into the Autzen Audibles podcast. I'm Matt Prem. It's going to be a solo podcast on this Friday, June 30th of 2023. Uh, Eric and Jared get the day off on the podcast. I'll be on today by myself, and then Eric and Jared will be on again next week while I'll be on vacation. It's that time of year, guys, where uh, summer, it's here, the weather is hot. We're out, out and about doing our thing, enjoying the summer. I hope you guys are enjoying your summer as well. And one thing, the Oregon Ducks are enjoying their summer, and they are hot on the recruiting trail for the 2024 football recruiting class. Dan Lanning and company, 16 verbal commitments heading into June 30th. And that number could potentially change here over the next three, four, five, six, ten. 10, days, maybe even two weeks, as multiple targets the Oregon Ducks are looking at our players for are going to make commitments and make those commitments public. And the Oregon Ducks are going to be favored to land multiple prospects over the next two weeks. And that's what we're going to touch base here. Uh, We're going to close the month of June or open the month of July, depending on when you listen to this show, kind of touching base on the Oregon football program. Like we said, 16 verbal commitments right now. Uh, the top prospect uh, is Ify Obadigwu out of Baltimore, Maryland, St. Francis Academy. Uh, just outside the top 100. He's the 12th best cornerback in the country. Uh, and then to round out the top five commits, Aaron Flowers is a four-star safety. Another top 150 prospect. The eighth best player at his position uh, he is the second highest rated player. Jordan Addis Anderson, excuse me, one of uh, the first verbal commitments Dan Lanning has had. Uh, one of the first for the 2024 uh, recruiting class out of Newport Harbor High School in Southern California. He's committed the top 20 player at his position, a four-star receiver. Michael Van Buren, a four-star quarterback, also teammates of Iffy at St. Francis Academy back in Baltimore. A top 150 prospect, the 13th best quarterback in the country. He's also committed. And then another guy that was one of the early commitments, Fox Crater out of Evergreen High School in Vancouver, rounds out the top five. Also rounds out Oregon's five players in the top 200 for the recruiting class. Now, eight. we talk about 16 verbal commitments. It's eighth in the country nationally. It's number one in the country, or number one in the Pac-12 conference, excuse me. Um, the, the Ducks are in, a, are in a strong position, and Dan Lanning has been able to build up his recruiting class you know, behind some, some really good coaches that are recruiters on the staff that are really good coaches from a positional standpoint, but they're also living up to the billing of being considered some of the top recruiters uh, in the league. Uh, Junior Adams currently has three verbal commitments. He's Second in the conference from a recruiting perspective, Alik Terry, Oregon's new offensive line coach, has done a really good job. He's fifth in the country with three verbal commitments as well. 
Um, Drew Maringer, the tight ends coach, he's 11th in the Pac-12 conference with two verbal commitments, Tosh Lupoy. We know that name, pretty popular name from a recruiting standpoint, historically, wherever he goes. He has two commitments, and he's in the 13th in the conference. And then a couple other names that have done a really good job for Oregon is Demetrius Martin, Chris Hampton, and Tony Tuioti, all three coaches for Oregon's assistant staff, ranked inside the top 20 in the Pac-12. So you look at this, and Dan Lanning's staff has six assistant coaches ranked inside the top 20 for the Pac-12 conference. That's a good sign for the Ducks. Uh, nationally, they don't have anybody ranked inside the top 25, but uh, it's a big reason why that, that is, is just simply because Oregon staff has done a really good job of spreading the wealth and not relying on one or two or three coaches to be their profile primary recruiters. Fran Brown for Georgia, you know, big reason why he's number one. He has five commits already. Uh, Jay Bateman, inside linebackers coach for Florida, he has six. Uh, Terry Smith from Penn State, the associate head coach there, he has seven. Just to give you guys an idea, you know, these guys are the top three in the country and they have double the amount of commits to their name that you know Oregon staff does. Uh, Oregon staff has done a really good job of spreading things around, not relying solely on just one coach to be a primary recruiter or two or three guys from a primary recruiter standpoint. Now, some of this, from a, from a recruiting standpoint, could change here for the Ducks in a matter of days to a matter of weeks as multiple prospects are going to make their commitments known. Um, the f- and most of these guys have been on campus recently, and it starts with Jaquan McRoy, a four-star offensive lineman out of the state of Florida. Uh, this is a player, excuse me, a state of Alabama, Pinson, Alabama, Clay Chalkville High School. Uh, six foot eight, three hundred sixty-five pound prospect, just a ginormous human being, top sixty recruit. He would instantly become Oregon's highest-rated verbal commitment in this recruiting class. He's going to make his verbal commitment on twenty-four-seven Sports' YouTube channel July first. So the first domino to fall here is with Jaquan uh, McCroy, a massive offensive tackle, the third best offensive tackle in the country by twenty-four-seven Sports' rankings the sixth best player in the state of Alabama. Arkansas, Kentucky, Oregon, Ole Miss, some of the schools he's made official visits to. Most recently, though, he was on campus at Oregon June 23rd. The Ducks are trending for the crystal ball with five predictions. I've got one. Steve Wiltfong, uh, a national recruiting editor, he was the first to place one on behalf of the Oregon Ducks. And you look at the list of, of you know, Arkansas's insider Danny West, Kentucky's insider Josh Edwards, Old Misses Insider David Johnson have all followed suit uh, with their with their predictions here, and all saying Oregon uh, six medium confidence. It would be a surprise here if McRoy did not give a verbal commitment to the Ducks. He again he makes his commitment July first Saturday on the twenty four seven Sports YouTube page. You guys will want to watch that. You will want to go to DuckTerritory.com uh, to see the video. Post commitment, go to YouTube, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button there. Uh, that will be one Oregon fans will want to watch because right now it looks like the Oregon Ducks are in a position to land that commitment. Now, another player who will be making a verbal commitment very soon uh, is Dewan Riggs, 
a three-star running back. Now, this is a common theme from Washington, D.C. Does not go to St. Francis Academy, where Oregon has a couple verbal commitments already, but DeWan Riggs is another player from the D.C. area who has been out to Oregon multiple times. He was here June 23rd. He's making his verbal commitment on Monday, July 3rd. Uh, don't really know yet the details of how he's announcing it. It might be uh, on, on our YouTube page for 24-7 Sports. It might be just at a ceremony that he he hosts and streams it live. Don't think the details yet have come out there. Um, but he's going to be doing it on June 3rd or July 3rd. Uh, six foot running back, 202 pounds. The fifth best prospect in the D.C. area, according to 24-7 Sports. The 62nd best running back in the country. Uh, 13 scholarship offers. Oregon, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, Boston College, Georgia Tech, Maryland, Ole Miss, Rutgers, Wisconsin has offered. South Florida has offered. So he, while he doesn't have the long list of schools that have offered him scholarships that some other running backs across the country have, uh, he's got a, a – you look at the schools. Wisconsin is one of them. That's the big one that you know every running back that comes out of Wisconsin seems to rush for 2,000 yards every season and they get make it to the NFL and they do good things. Uh, the Badgers know running backs. Oregon knows running backs. Minnesota knows running backs. Uh, and the Ducks are trending here as well for Dewan Riggs. Three predictions currently are in for the Ducks. Uh, the first person, again, was Steve Wiltfong. Brian Don, our national recruiting analyst, uh, he has also thrown in a crystal ball. Uh, I've done one as well. All six confidence. And this would, this could potentially be Oregon's second commitment in as many days, essentially, uh, for the Oregon Ducks. And uh, Dewan Riggs is a player I would, I would be excited about, even though he's you know a 767th best player overall in the 24/7 Sports composite. Even though people might look at it and say it's a three-star running back, what's what's going on here? Watch his film. You see a big player. You see a big a big time athlete. And this is a player that Oregon really likes. And they are taking his commitment if he gives it, uh, no matter what what happens with a Frazier or a Brown. You know some of these other high profile five star borderline five star prospects the Ducks are recruiting. They like Riggs that much. So. That would be another prospect to watch to see what happens if they can go two for two here. Now, things could get really interesting and really exciting for the Ducks on July 6th because another commitment on the college football recruiting show for 24-7 sports comes from a top 10 player in the country overall, the number one edge player in the country, and that is Elijah Rushing out of South Point Catholic High School in Tucson, Arizona. The six-foot-five prospect has been all over the country. He has 37 scholarship offers to his name. He's been at Arizona for an official visit June 2nd. Before that, he was at UCLA May 26th for an official visit. Notre Dame hosted him June 19th. He was here in Eugene a couple weeks ago, June 17th over Father's Day weekend for an official visit. And then this past weekend, most recently... He was at Tennessee for an official visit. Now, no crystal balls have been placed yet. That's an interesting one here. This, this is we're, we're starting to get to an area where Oregon's positioning of, hey, do they look like a favorite here? Do, are they a clear cutaway favorite? That's not as clear here with Elijah Rushing. The one consistent thing, though, is Oregon's been the school that's consistently been viewed as, hey, it's Oregon and it's Tennessee, or it's Oregon and it's Notre Dame, or it's Oregon and 
and maybe it's UCLA. The Ducks have always been kind of that consistent school, always near the top. Can Oregon close? Can they can they finish this job and make sure that they get the number one edge rusher in the country? Last time that happened, Kayvon Thibodeau. This is a very similar impact type player. Uh, it would bring the same notoriety that Kayvon Thibodeau brought to Oregon if they could land Elijah Rushing. It would skyrocket Oregon's recruiting class, which is already ranked inside the top 10 nationally, and it could really position themselves for a chance at landing maybe one of the best recruiting classes in program history. Elijah Rushing has a major impact on that, making his announcement July 6th. No crystal ball predictions yet for the Ducks. Maybe one comes in before then. But right now, Oregon, I would I would think, if you're a Duck fan right now, I would feel confident, but I wouldn't feel like it's an expected commitment that they, that land Elijah Rushing. Maybe a late-minute switch to Tennessee or Notre Dame, another school that's been long been viewed as maybe one of the big players for him, uh, Elijah Rushing. We'll see if Oregon can get Elijah Rushing. Would be a, would be a, a, a big-time program changing addition for the Ducks. Now, last but not least, the fourth firework, if you will, of early July could be Kamar Mafudi, a six foot three linebacker from Valley Village, California, Campbell Hall High School in the Southern California area. Um, Mafudi is the 18th best linebacker nationally, the 18th best player in California, and a top 200 player at 176 by the 24 7 Sports rankings. He's been at Michigan State June 9th. He was at Utah June 2nd. Recently, he went to Washington June 16th. And then most recently, he hung out with Tosh Lupoy, Rashid uh, Wadud from Oregon on June 23rd for an official visit. The Ducks have kind of emerged out of that weekend with the expectation that a verbal commitment could be coming soon at that point for Oregon. He makes his verbal commitment July 10th. Uh, We're about a week and a half away from that verbal commitment. He'll be making it on July 10th. And again, another player that could potentially be making his commitment uh, on the 24-7 Sports Recruiting Show. This is a Power 5 starter in the eyes of Greg Biggins, our national recruiting analyst who provided the evaluation. He's considered one of the top linebackers, while also some schools early on in their recruitment looked at him as a running back. He ran for over 1,400 yards and 18 touchdowns as a junior. Um, but a big reason why teams like him is his playoff defense, his ability to grow and his ability to become just a bona fide stud at that position. He's a three-sport athlete, also plays track, also runs track, uh, and it's just now starting to hit his stride as a football player. Um, we even have on our, on our eval that he's got the athletic ability to potentially even play safety um, or a will backer down the road just because of his athleticism and his speed uh, and his, his, his build that he has for the Oregon Ducks. He's making his commitment July 10th. The Ducks are considered the favorites here. Um, it's And it would be a commitment that could potentially be four straight in about 10 days for the Oregon Ducks. And while Duck fans could – could be excited. Could maybe you you come out and you say maybe it's time that you know you you expect all four to commit to Oregon. I think that's a fair expectation, um, but it's also one that that's best case scenario. And we all know recruiting is fluid, and there's still ten days till the last guy of this 
of this quartet could make their verbal commitments. It's a lot of time in the recruiting world. De- decisions could be flipped. You know, minds could be changed. Maybe things don't go Oregon's way. I, I think a successful run for Oregon would probably be landing three out of four. A, a perfect would obviously be the four out of four guys here. Two out of two you'd still be happy about, but you'd, you'd probably have a little bit of a sour taste thinking, wow, you probably should have got one more out of this quartet of guys. And obviously anything less than that, Oregon fans should be deemed you know, a little bit disappointed at just how maybe a potential elite recruiting class was there for the taking and just didn't come to fruition. Now let's just say for a second they look at all four prospects and they get all four. Um Oregon would jump up to a 258.87 recruiting ranking point-wise. That is over 50 points higher than their current ranking right now at 232.73. That would also jump the Ducks from 8th nationally to 5th overall in the country. Positioning themselves going into that Saturday Night Live, July 29th, huge elite football camp for the Ducks, where maybe two or three more big commitments could maybe push Oregon into top three. And we're already, if this happens, going four for four, we're already in that discussion where this Oregon program could be looking at the 2024 recruiting class as maybe truly in a position where it should be expected that they sign the best class in school history. Uh, We've talked about it the last couple of years. We've always, you know, Oregon's flirted with that expectation, that achievement. And I think this year is one year where it could really happen, and it could be a legitimate pros- you know, it could be a possibility for this program to do it. Now, how? Why do you think that? Why? Why is that possible? Because they're still in a really good position for Nate Frazier. He's the fourth best running back in 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 the country. Uh, he's a top sixty player in the country. You look at Jeremiah McClellan, a top one hundred and fifty prospect at receiver. He's also very high on the Oregon Ducks. You go down to the offensive line and the number one offensive tackle, Brandon Baker from Matter Day High School in Santa Santa Ana, California. He is the younger brother of former Oregon defensive lineman Gary Baker, just like Elijah Rushing. Uh, Baker has always had Oregon really high on his list. It's always been like Oregon and Ohio State, Oregon and Texas. Oregon's always been that one one of two schools who've always been viewed as they're at the top. It's everybody else chasing these two schools. Oregon's always been the common denominator. But you go out and you you add a player like Brandon Baker to the list, and now all of a sudden, Oregon now has multiple five stars committed. They're in a position where they can maybe land even another one or two, and they continue to add potential four-star prospects you know, across the board. Isaiah Garcia from Corner Canyon High School in Draper, Utah. He was recently on campus, and he, he's going to be deciding here on a commitment date here shortly, and the Ducks are in a really good position there for him. You look at across the board, the Ducks are in a spot where things could get really interesting. You know, they're, they're players for uh, Williams Nawarney, David Stone, two five-star defensive tackles, uh, two top five players in the country. Aiden Breland is a top 40 prospect in the country. They're probably the favorites there from Santa Ana, California's Matter Day High School. Matter Day could be a huge, huge addition uh, for Oregon if they can hit on some of these prospects that they're looking at and trending for. And this is where you you just kind of stack up the first four guys that we mentioned early on the show. They go four for four there or even three for four. And then they they add a Baker. They add a Frazier. uh, They add... 
Um, also, defensive lineman Aiden Breland and all West Coast kids, all three of those kids, SoCal kids. You add all three of them. Oregon's probably considered the favorites for all three. And now we're in a, a territory where we're talking Oregon's going to sign the best class in school history. And then it's just continue to walk, you know, tread water, do what you're doing, and you'll get there. That's where we're at going into the month of July. Going into July, we're, we're talking the potential here to position yourself for the best class in school history. And leaving July, we'll probably have a real clear idea if it's really attainable or if it's going to take a lot of work and it's, if it's going to take some really lucky bounces going Oregon's way. That's going to be the theme for the month of July for Oregon football recruiting. Do the dominoes fall in the way we think they will? And if they do... Oregon's in a position where it's almost going to be really hard to not sign the best class in school history. That's going to do it for us here on this edition of the Odds and Audible's podcast. Thank you for listening to the show. We'll be back later next week for more recruiting, for more talk on Oregon football, Oregon basketball, Oregon baseball, everything at DuckTerritory.com. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.